Tasty's making me Compassionate release season. is real. Yeah. That's a real thing. It yeah. is a real thing. We can um, use yeah, in my toes. make you cry. That's when somebody lets you do it and they don't care about getting off. They just let you get off. Compassionate <laughs> release. Yeah, it's compassionate. Go ahead. <laughs> I got to work in the morning, but go ahead. Yeah. Get down, girl. Go okay. ahead. Get down. All right, Jeremy, sit down. Can I ask you a question, which is Catherine, send it, Catherine is sitting Indian style right Chris now? Yeah. Is that politically incorrect to say yeah. yes, Indian style? absolutely. You, you say crisscross applesauce is what you say. Yeah. I always All right, Indian kids style. down, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I always heard that, too, but it was always Indian style to me. All right, kids, I need you to sit Native American style. <laughs> Oh, okay, so um, we were casting a TV show, mm-hmm. and we had to cast a black person out of England, and they were calling him African-American, and I was like, wait, <laughs> That's but he's not right. English, he's from he's, London. So he's black. So he's African-American London. He's African-English. Yeah. African, he's black. If I'm <laughs> he's white, black. he's black. Well, and also, the three of us are from the South, and when I was growing up, they were the people are black. No one's upset. We're all friends. It's fine. When yeah. I was a kid, my mom loves to tell the story about when I was like three, um, I came up to her and said, uh, I was telling her about someone, insert name here, and I said, she's my brown friend. <laughs> and my mom thought that was really adorable. And the, of course. The, mo- the important part is I made a friend. Yeah. And she was brown and to me because I was three. Um, and that brown friend went on to be a terrorist. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm she joking. She was, she was just a terror. Um, yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to oh, Carry man. On. Oh, hey. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. To hey. Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. Um, first of all, I want to give a good sh- good old shout out to my, my voice. May she rest in peace. I, I'm, I can't. I'm still straining. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna push through. But more importantly, I want to give a shout out to all the people who have been like leaving iTunes reviews. The iTunes reviews really mean a lot to us, and we do check mm. them. And the more iTunes reviews we get, the more accessible the podcast becomes. So please, just look, listen. I listen to podcasts, okay? And when people are like, "Hey, go rate our thing and go leave a comment." I, I say fuck you out loud. <laughs> I say Why would fuck you? you. I'll never do no. that. But I would love it if you would leave us a review. Well, just or even just sure. Just leave us a couple stars. I want to I want to shout out. Of course, we all remember Chips and Dip make me orgasm, which mm-hmm. was our first iTunes commenter. Thank you so much. You were the first. I also have to shout out to Cavalier Loving Lady who commented yep. on the podcast, and she is. J Dog nineteen ninety four. Hey J Dog. I guess you were born. I, in I have to assume J Dog was which born. makes you twenty, so not old enough to drink, but old enough to die. Ooh, political. And old enough to to appreciate Sex in the City. Yeah. And then lastly, loves it one oh seven. Loves it. Thank you so much for your review on June fourteenth, which was just a couple days ago. Which makes me think, loves it oh seven and J Dog nineteen ninety four. I always feel like these people might have. Dare I venture a guess? Created a little account just so they could comment and or rate our podcast. Um, Thank you so maybe. much. That really also, does mean a lot. Um, I have to shout out to my girl Britt, who has been tweeting at us and I Facebooking me, and we emailed because she's super cool. She's got a book coming out, and she's a fan of Carry On. Yeah. We'll make sure to plug your book when sure. it comes out. Just. Uh... 
Let us know the deets. Now, we haven't introduced ourselves yet, which is a damn shame because we have a great guest on Sorry, I just felt the urgency to get that stuff out because people have been waiting. We've had a couple weeks. I haven't had a voice. You've had important Hollywood writers Just say your name. Hello, everyone. I'm Kat Knipe. Hi. um, I'm Alec, and we probably fucked in college. And with us today... Is is a very dear friend of a ours. A returning guest on Carry On. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Hi, everybody. I'm Jeremy. Woo woo! You might know Jeremy Shane from Not Looking. Oh, yeah. The By viral the way, web series the that's gearing popular. up, gearing up for season popular. two. If you guys haven't seen <laughs> Not Looking, you should totally go take a look. Um, it's a sort of parody spoof, but really its own thing of the uh, HBO. Parody. Kind of inspired by the HBO show Not Looking. But, but it's got a real Sex in the City vibe yeah. to it. It really does. I would does. say more inspired by Sex in the City. Totally, yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, and Jeremy, I think it would be fair to say you're the Samantha of not looking. Is yeah, that like fair? a more like down to earth Samantha. <laughs> yeah, like a That's more yeah, like a more weak. That's my epitaph, by the way. Here, <laughs> like Jeremy Shane, I'm more down, and it's a pun. Too, oh my god, I love it so much. That's really good. Um, now Jeremy uh, is is a dear friend, and he's in charge of the guest book tonight. Yeah, you so, want to sign my guest book? Sorry, that's your job. job. Let just, me, I have to be, I'll be right back. I have to carry some presents to the car. We just finished watching us. Uh, ep- episode seven of season two of Sex and the City, entitled "The Chicken Dance," one of my favorite episodes for a couple of reasons. Um, Mostly Carrie's Dress, but it aired July 18th, 1999, and was directed by Victoria Hochberg. Mm, okay. I love and it, it, <laughs> it features notable guest star Carrie Preston, who's yeah. on HBO's True Blood. And more importantly to me, Carrie Preston was one of the vengeful slut cousins of Cameron Diaz in My Best Friend's Wedding. There we go. You also might recognize Carrie Preston from The Good Wife if you're over 60 and listening. Yeah. (laughs) You've got the volume very high right (laughs) now, I must imagine. Yeah. It only goes so high. Stop clicking the up button. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And let's talk about this episode. This Wait, about the title. is that what we're here to do? Can we talk about the title for a second? Let's talk about the chicken dance as a title. We never got into them actually doing the chicken dance. No. But I understand why it's called the chicken dance. Wait, tell me. Big... I'm not sure I understand why tell it's called us. the chicken dance. Tell us. Chicken dance because you do the chicken dance at like a wedding. Okay. You know, more at a, like a bar mitzvah bar mitzvah. No, I've seen it done now, at too many weddings. I don't want to be too ignorant, but the chicken dance is a thing that's like knock 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 na 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 clap 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 But they never did it. They, they should have done it. it. Yeah. Because what they were saying, though, I think, was that like Big was doing the chicken dance. Like you know, Carrie yes. saying, like, "Girl, hey, that's deep. That's deep." Is it deep? Is the title of the episode? No, well, it's true. You're now, right. Can you remind me for our listeners <laughs> yes. what? When, okay, so the chicken dance goes da 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 da
I don't really want to. All I want to do is fuck, 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 fuck. What? Fuck. Yeah, but I wish I could remember. Because it was cluck, cluck. Okay, we, well, we, the internet's down, and yeah. we can't Google it. So I'll you guys, ne- hey, homework <laughs> hey, assignment for the please listeners. Please leave a message on our Facebook wall. Let us let us know what yeah. the dirty lyrics to the chicken dance or are. Or I say, and write your own. Or write your own. And yeah. whoever has the best one, you guys will sing it next week. Yeah. Well, I would absolutely I've, do that. I've never heard this face. thing you guys are talking about. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's true. People got real dirty. I guess so, I was more of the Jingle Bells Batman smells Robin laid an egg ilk. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't remember dirty <clears throat> lyrics to the chicken dance. Maybe it was Love Glove Dove. Oh, gosh. Was Maybe it good, was that. A good poem. So this episode, um, it opens with, with Carrie narrating about Miranda... Having an out-of-town guest, Jeremy, who's visiting from a stint working in London town. There are over 7 million people in New York, and that's not including house guests. Visitors are a vital part of the city's economy. Most single people in Manhattan do not buy furniture or hang pictures until faced with the arrival of an out-of-towner. Hey, that's a great couch. Where'd it come from? I have no idea. Everything in Miranda's new apartment was handpicked, covered, finished, and arranged by Charlotte's friend, Madeline Dunn, an up-and-coming interior designer. I've been looking for one of those. That's very stylish for a pullout. I'll have that end table for you tomorrow. (laughs) Thank you. This is a sofa bed? Yeah, that's what started this whole thing. I needed a sofa bed for Jeremy, and now if he actually sleeps on it while staying in my fabulous apartment, I may have to throw myself out a window treatment. Jeremy was an old friend of Miranda's who'd been in London for several years writing for The Economist. He was coming to New York to scope out the job situation, and Miranda suggested he be her house guest because his emails, always entertaining, had started to border on flirtation. How apropos that Jeremy yeah. is our guest tonight yeah. when the titular Germany. character yeah. of this episode. Yeah. So, we a lot in common. Miranda, so Carrie starts off with a uh, an aphorism, if you will. I'm not even sure if I'm using that word correctly. About um, New Yorkers and how New Yorkers know New Yorkers by furniture mm-hmm. until they have an out-of-town guest. Yeah. They don't decorate. They don't care about what their apartment looks like until someone Is that because yeah. it's just so goddamn expensive to live there that they're like, I don't know, I'm just struggling to pay the rent. I don't I have I think time it's mostly because to... they're miserable from yeah. living in a sad, loud place. Have you, do you, like Jeremy, if you're going to have like a date over and this mm-hmm. might be the first time you're seeing mm-hmm. somebody do you clean up like oh yeah oh yeah how dare you have somebody over yeah guest friend yeah. don't ever have company over without a clean house no you take care of that oh, shit yeah and if i walk into someone's oh, excuse house excuse me let dirty, me pick that banana peel off your foot yeah, sorry disgusting yeah. yeah disgusting flush the toilet oh Always no you, check. have you ever walked into a bathroom and you've seen yeah and you're like hey I, if it's yellow, I guess you can let it mellow. But yeah. if it's brown, I'd really rather flush it not. down. You have not walked in on a big ass turd, have you? On a doo doo turd, yeah. I've walked into a, a bathroom. You really and, have? Yeah. I have. On I've a done Lincoln that in, log. On a Lincoln log. <laughs> I've done that in public restrooms, but never in someone's apartment. Yeah. In public I'll, usually most places I go, whether it's someone's apartment or not, they're all public restrooms. Honestly, things <laughs> I've seen in public restrooms 
It's like Vietnam. Like I have post traumatic. You think oh, that's man. bad, but you've you haven't been in a woman's if there's public any, restroom. You know, war fans out there, we apologize. Mm-hmm. We take yeah. everything you Sorry. do seriously. You <laughs> love there's... Sex in the City and saving our country. I know, I love that. <laughs> there um, are definitely some vets listening. No, I support the troops. I yeah. definitely do. I also support the poops. Anywho, Hey-o. so um. Miranda has the out-of-town guest coming in, mm-hmm. and she's redecorating in preparation for his arrival, and he arrives. They've had a great internet flirtation. Oh, yeah. It's, but it's new. The flirtation's he's, just begun. Yeah. And Jeremy's coming to scout apartments because he's about to be done living in London, mm-hmm. and he wants to come back. Mm-hmm. He's an American. Yeah. I'm an American. And he has, like, a mole cold sore. Yeah. Yes. He also... It was, like, right... Yep, it was yeah. right there. He also unforgivably wears a v-neck um sweater with a t-shirt with a crew neck t-shirt that's yeah. the 90s well that was in you know but he also forgivably and awesomely wears his glasses frames are basically ricky's yeah carry Shout on guest ricky. ricky middlesworth yeah i know you're listening um he's glad he had those super awesome frames yes he did so he arrives and the sparks are flying between Miranda and Jeremy. They're having the time of their lives. The next night when Jeremy arrived, he was even more adorable than Miranda remembered. I love your flat. Thanks. So how the hell are you? Especially when he said... I'm tired of dating. I'm ready to get married. Miranda, are you here? Um, coming! That must be my end table. Uh, see, my end table is afraid to go out alone. <laughs> Miranda's giving those polite but hilarious laughs to anything that he yes. says. Yeah. But trouble, trouble brews when Low there's a knock behold. at the door. Yeah. yeah. And who is it? But Miranda's interior designer, Madeline Dunn, who is played by Carrie, Carrie Preston. Preston. Yeah. Madeline walks in. And, and she, it's, it's love at first sight. She done did it. Which they then speak for about 10 minutes Cue about. love at first sight yeah. music. Now, so what happens is they immediately fall for one another. They ha- Miranda is on the best first date of her life. Anyone's ever had. No. But it ain't hers. Absolutely not. No, you know not. what, too? By the end of the date, we follow them through dinner. Right, mm-hmm. we go and he invites uh, Madeline Dunn yep. to dinner with them, um, and they're at dinner. And then Miranda, she's a smart girl. Yeah, you know, look at her hair, yep. look at her pants. It's everything about she's that. She's very is smart. smart. Yeah, her but she can't. Shirt? She can't take a hint. Last week I was doing an interview at a restaurant in Kensington. Miranda suddenly found herself in a situation every woman dreams of. She was on a truly great first date. Just be careful not to eat any buckshot. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was somebody else's. I should get Jeremy home. He must be jet lagged. Actually, I feel great. I slept on the plane for once. Well, I'm pretty beat. Did Did you want to go? No, not if you're. Go <laughs> ahead. Well, I can find my way back. Right. Of course, we don't have to. Except I forgot to make a copy of the key. Um, Jeremy could use my key. Of course. I gave you a key. Well then, good night. I, yeah. The whole time they're like, hey, why don't you GTFO? But, can I say this? Maybe, I mean, I think she was 
cock blocking. Yes, a little I think bit. she sort of got it. I think she does understand she what's was, going on. She's just she trying was to see blocking. It. Now, yeah, Jeremy, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to tell a personal story all right. about us. Okay, uh, and one time that I unintentionally C blocked you. Me? Yeah. I'll be interested to see this one. I'm really interested. It's it's not old. the traditional form of C-blocking, okay. mind you. Why aren't you saying cock? Wait, can we? Can we do that? <laughs> I, Is that cock. iTunes explicit? Cock. Yes, I mark every episode explicit. Oh. People aren't listening to this in their cars with their kids like they do fucking This American Life and shit. Oh, fecal contusion. Mm. Oh, God. Um, so... Mm. We were in high school, Jeremy and I. We went to high school together. We did. And our senior year, we were coaxed into performing Don Quixote. A ballet. The ballet. The ballet version. What? Yeah. Where I happened... What does that mean? Were you dancing? We were actors. who We were moving largely Ooh. as actors. Yeah, we were doing, like, movement. Talk about, like, the dumbest favor we've ever done anyone. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, like we that. must have done one or two rehearsals. I wish I me, it put this. me off favors for a while. That was yeah. the last time I did somebody a fucking favor. <laughs> oh, that reminds yeah. me. After the podcast, I want to talk to you about something. Okay, good. Don't tell them at home. Um, <laughs> secrets. So we <laughs> were secrets. we were asked to do Don Quixote, Jeremy and I. Um, and Jeremy, oh. what character were you playing? Do you even remember? I was the suitor of the daughter, and you were Don, and Alec was the titular character. Don I was Quixote. Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. Titular. The titular character. He didn't do a lot of dancing. No, uh, But I, I remember where you're going with this. Yes. But he there did was, a lot of romancing? <laughs> well, well, no, Jeremy yeah, was the one romancing. There was another dancer that we used to, he'll never hear this, it doesn't matter. He used to have holes in his pants, and we used to make fun of him for it. Oh. Yeah. Very... Nice. He was annoying. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, but one day he, we had been flirting, you know, on AIM back when AIM was really big. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we went like during intermission one time. We went up to mm -hmm. the balcony during intermission for one of the shows, and he started to blow me. Yeah. And Jeremy was getting a blowy. I was getting a blowy. A yeah. gobby. But then, <laughs> then like, I, like from down the stairs, you're like. Jeremy. Oh, no. Jeremy. Oh, no. Jeremy, where, where are you, Jeremy? Young, where, young Jeremy. Alec. Young Alec, Jer Alec, how do you know this? What, what do you... Well, like, later I was yeah. filled in oh, on the got story, it. but... Yeah. So we had to stop, and... Oh, you had to stop? Yeah, we stopped. Oh, I didn't realize Mid-blowy? Mid-blowy. You didn't Thank God get my yours? costume had a, a cape upon it. Oh, my God. Wait, was I coming upstairs? You were, like, hollering my name, and then things got weird. I mean, it was intermission. We only had ten minutes max. Yeah. Maybe. So this is a story about Jeremy getting a blowy and Alec hollering your name. And like, we had to stop because it was like coming closer to the stairs and we thought, well, someone, obviously. You guys keep saying coming. Um, no one came. Wait, what's the resolution of the story? There's not one. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask you if it helped you last longer, but now I know that you just stopped. I just stopped. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that's fine. Should we call this guy and Absolutely just. Absolutely not. Okay. I, did I ever? With? I don't remember. Did you, though? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't I'm like Samantha, are. you know? Like, I probably fucked you. <laughs> we, we probably, probably fucked fought. in college. All right, so um, these two, they really hit it off, and Mar eventually Miranda just gives up, and what happens? A week later, he asks her... Okay, first of all, Miranda throws a going-away party for this guy a week later, which mm -hmm. I take issue with. 
Because how could he have met like a hundred people in well, a week knew, that want he? to celebrate yeah. him going well, away? Well, maybe he was, maybe it's all friends of his from New York before he moved to London. I think that's the least of our problems yeah. here. Um, so where were we? So, uh. Throws a going away party. So she throws a going away party and, uh, they learn in this scene that this dude, Jeremy, has asked her to marry her. Madeline Dunn. Her. Asked and Madeline this, Dunn. Yeah. this brings me to something I think is very inorganic at this point in the series for Miranda. And she's behaved this way a little bit before, but I think they're still hammering out her character. What I'm getting at is that Miranda <laughs> keeps making references to marriage. Like, okay, the first time it happens, Miranda and Jeremy are sitting on her couch before Madeline Dunn gets there. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm done dating. I just want to marry somebody. And Miranda's face is like, oh, hoo -hoo. she's very excited. Yeah. Everyone says as soon as you get a place of your own, someone will propose. I thought it would be to me. Oh, I get it. My apartment is going to be lucky for everybody but me. If they get married in less than a month, I'm not going. I'm selling my apartment. Like, she's very upset yes. no, at she other is. people oh, getting yeah, married. They're all getting jealous she's mad. Them, but since when does Miranda care? Why does... The Miranda I know from later seasons doesn't yeah. give a fuck about getting married. I think Miranda's yeah. frustrated because she feels like these opportunities are being stolen from yeah. her. So it's not that she necessarily wants it, but it, she's like, look, this guy was coming to stay with me. Yeah. We were flirting online. Everything was in, headed in the direction yeah. of us hooking up. And then stupid Madeline Dunn, mm -hmm. who's now done with being single, yeah. I get the joke, mm -hmm. has taken it from me because she brought over that stupid end table. And stupid Charlotte for even introducing me to that interior decorator. Why couldn't I have just found a gay guy? Yeah. Because gay guys yeah, are Gay just... guys don't ruin anything. But I no. think, But I think that... <laughs> I agree with you, except that I think a season or two after this, Miranda wouldn't have been upset about the marriage part, and she would have just been like, I was about to get laid. Yeah. Thanks or a lot for been, ruining yeah. it. On, now, Miranda. now, Miranda is upset because, Miranda. you know, it's a week later and they're getting married, yeah. and Samantha says, well, it's just justifying a week of nonstop fucking, and she says, fucking on my furniture. Yeah. And my question is, what's the rule with other people's furniture I've never and having understood. sex on it? Are I've we assuming that Madeline Dunn like was staying in a hostel? I mean, like she all of a sudden didn't have an apartment in the city. Yeah, like if why she does she have to have sex on his on the fold out couch? couch. Yeah. yeah, I think that was just a convenient line writing wise to like because yeah. Miranda wanted to bring it back to like the. I will say thing. too though, I loved that. In that scene where we find out that they're getting married, that all the girls are standing there except for Charlotte. Where's Charlotte? She busy? Yeah. She's yeah. fucking out doing right. something. She's right. not at the one thing. She has no life, and here she's not at this party. Yeah. So all the girls are kind of like, "Whoa!" But Samantha's face was truly shocked and flabbergasted, and almost a, a bit disgusted. Yeah. I, I just, personally I was happy for that. Yes, I personally don't care about fur. Like, unless you're going to ejaculate. Or leave some kind of a wet spot on my furniture. Yeah. I don't care if someone's had sex on my... Who cares? Jeremy. I mean, I guess I want... I don't even really care about the wet spot as long as there's a good story behind it. We actually just had a guest in town from New York. It's she nice was crazy. Furniture. Yeah. Is it though? I mean, right if now in is, my life. Wait, so Miranda's. you're saying <laughs> So you're nice. saying that you had a guest in I was town. Say, if we, they left a wet spot 
later when other people are over, you're like, oh, that's from when that's Lisa was That's from when that dumb town. bitch came over. <laughs> yeah, actually, thinking about it, we had a visitor, and she came into town, and yeah. she wanted to wear this ugly blazer out, and we were like, no, no one's ever going to fuck you in that blazer. Yeah. And sure enough, she ran into this guy, and he fucked her. Probably yeah. not in the blazer, but definitely on our couch. Yeah. These are two people I don't know at all, by yeah. the way. And yeah. this isn't a stand in my time where I was like, just whoever could come yeah. over. Sure. And um, she was staying with us because she's friends with one of my other roommates. Mm-hmm. And um, she's out of her fucking mind and just messed, just but ruined the But they left couch. a wet spot? Ruined the couch? Oh, yeah. Just Good the sheets. Lord. The sheets were gross. Gross. Pillows. Yeah. But I say YOLO. Sure, you only launder once. I don't. Leave the stain. <laughs> I you don't. Know? That's, to me, it's not about the You business. only launder once is not something I want to live by, I, I think, don't think. I, I just say live in it, you know? I think people I get grossed that. out by the act of like, oh, I know the knowledge that so-and-so had sex on my whatever. Yeah. For me, who cares? If it's leaving that fishy motherfucking sex yeah. smell on yeah. my furniture... That Thanks. is disgusting. It's terrible. No. Yeah. Well, I. You're buying me a new <clears throat> fucking couch cover we do or whatever. Need a new couch. In, well, maybe I should call her. Maybe it, you should call that bitch <laughs> and tell her to put on her ugly hey, you ass blazer up our couch. and you go might, shopping. <laughs> you might putting on that Lady Gaga. Seriously. Um, I'll in, just call Madeline Dunn. You can go with her. Well, yeah. I want to say this, uh, Jeremy. We have a new tradition here mm-hmm. where um, if oh, yeah. you find a missed opportunity. You point it out, especially with puns and things, because okay. Sex in the City is all about puns and yeah. jokes about yes. sex. And I, I noticed two in this episode. I'm going to give us one now. Okay. Missed opportunity alert. So to me, first missed opportunity is them talking about, in in our conversation about having sex on furniture, I feel like there could have been a joke that says... And they were having sex on my pull-out couch. And Samantha says, well, I hope he pulled out. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm just saying it was there for the taking. Probably a better version of that. But yeah. there's, a, there's some I'm version sure there's of that a, I'm joke. sure they tried it. Yeah. yeah. You know, they probably tried it a couple yeah. times. We'll keep trying. If they trying. knew it was good for them. What was um, the other one? I'll I'll get to the other one when we well, get there. Well, speaking, but what I thought you were talking about, Alec, was our other tradition for season two of Carry On that oh. we haven't taken care of with Jeremy yet. Oh, right. Do yeah. you know what that is? Mm-mm. You haven't been listening. I haven't. Jeremy, our, I'm sorry. That's okay. Our new <laughs> tradition for season two of Carry On is every guest has to spill a sexual secret. So well, something knows that mine. I don't have any secrets. Well, something <laughs> he is an open book. Something <laughs> that. You just haven't, like, it doesn't have to be a big deal, but just something that, like, we don't know. Like, one time this happened. Or, Wasn't like, this the silly? first time I got a blowy from a guy in the rafters at the high school theater. I guess that's kind of a Something, a something spill, was, spilling. yeah, but now yeah. it's the official time. There was no spilling that night. <laughs> no, there was no seed spilled. Nobody spilled anything. Yeah, it was very polite. Oh, what about, it's what about, do you remember, like do you remember, the is there a song? That you heard while engaging in a sexual act that now you can't associate with anything else but that. Oh, act. you know what? Like okay, so it's not me. Can it be somebody else? Sure. Okay, so no, in college, well, to be okay, about you. it is kind of about me, but not really. Okay. We'll tell it. Okay. And then you can okay. It okay. Um. So in college, my roommate had dated his girlfriend all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they were had not slept together oh. at all. And I was like, hey. 
you guys should definitely do it. And he's like, I think, I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it this weekend. I was like, yeah, yeah you should definitely bang her. I'll make you, I'll make you a CD <laughs> to have sex. <laughs> oh too. my God. And on the CD, Please, you know, it was like telepop music by breathe. And like, it started kind of like techno like, you know, how this is like 2007. Okay. okay so you got okay, like okay. some like light stuff going on, but I put Britney Spears' um, Breathe on me on the album. And I just remember the next day we were talking about it. I was like, so how was it? He was like, that Britney Spears song. And I remember thinking, that is so funny because I always thought you were gay. And that's the song that you (laughs) pointed out. But you know, they're married now. Wow. Wow. I still think he's... He might He might listen to this. No, he won't. If he's he's gay, he will. (laughs) If so you gay, know what? If you hear this, guess what? Bet your bottom fucking dollar. That's right. Shannon wasn't the only one. That's I right. love how forward Samantha is. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first episode where she was forward. And this certainly isn't the last. But mm-hmm. when they're all outside and, and Miranda's pissed that, you know, everybody's getting married and hooking up but her. Yeah. A handsome gentleman approaches and says, uh, is this Jeremy's engagement party? And Samantha says, Excuse me, can you tell me if this is where Jeremy Fields' engagement party is? It's the red awning, and it's a going-away party. I can take you there if you'd like. Were you going to the party? Well, I was actually leaving the party because there were no handsome men there, but maybe the tide is turning. I love so that much. moment. It's so great, Who right? just like that moment? It's, it's fantastic. She don't, give a, she don't give a fuck. It's she does perfect not Samantha. Give a fuck. She doesn't have any fucks to give. No. It's, it's the Samantha. quintessential... Samantha moment mm-hmm. and God, I just, and it's not an outrageous great. moment, but I do want to share something with you that I listened to an interview with Kim Cattrall from 2005 or something. So good year briefly after the show had ended, mm-hmm. maybe it was 2004. Like it might've been literally right after the show had ended. And she was talking about how she turned down the role of Samantha Jones several times they wanted her. She kept turning it down because mm. you have to understand Jeremy's making a face right now and you can't see it, but you have to understand that Kim Cattrall lives for the theater. She lives it and she breathes it. And that is what she cares about. Now, so when she when was doing she mannequin, did, well, no, but seriously, <laughs> when she did Porky's and mannequin and like police Academy, police Academy mm-hmm. those sexual, super hyper sexualized roles, she was making that money, honey. She was, she was doing those things to pay the bills, but what she really cares about is theater. So she was concerned. She was like, when, when they were approaching her for this role, she was like, I, I've done that part, but I'm not sure I want to continue it. And they cast someone else and that person dropped out and they were like, they went back to her and they were like, Susan Kim, Sarandon. please. Yeah. yeah. Oh Sarandon. my God. So, Ooh. but my point is with what Kim Cattrall says in this interview is like, you know, I, f- week after week I would get these scripts And I kept wondering, like, how am I going to make this real? How am I going to make this relatable? It's so ridiculous. And a lot of people laugh at her performances on this show. Um, And this episode, she doesn't really have to do much as far as, you know, it's not like she's fucking Mm -hmm. in a firehouse or something Mm -hmm. like she does in later episodes. But there's still a, a heightened quality to her acting that I don't think is easy to come by. And she... She she recognized in this interview, she's like, you know, you just really have to commit and be this voice for these women who maybe don't act these things out, but they but they wish they could or they want to or maybe they do and they need someone to identify with. And she's so – she's really this polarizing character that people 
a lot of people wouldn't want to identify, wouldn't want to say they identify with publicly. I don't, I'm not really getting at anything other than like big ups to Kim Cattrall. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Kim Cattrall, when they figured out how good she was with physical comedy, especially when it comes to sex, they utilized that shit and good for them because she is great at it. And I do think that's a very specific kind of skill and and kind of comedy Mm -hmm. because you have to be vulnerable to be, I think, you know... Like um, when Halle Berry was in Swordfish. Yes. You know, she was just like and really she vulnerable. And she dropped titties. And she was like open and she was like reading a book. Or Halle Berry in Catwoman when she was oh, playing yeah. basketball. Oh my gosh, she was so good in that. Yeah. But, you know, Kim Cattrall, she... You have to be... You have to kind of look silly. And sometimes I think it it's hard to look silly on camera. It's captured forever, but she does it for all of our benefit. And I personally appreciate it. Cheers yeah. to Kim Cattrall. Yeah, and so might as well just stay with the Samantha storyline for a moment. <laughs> so, sure. so Samantha, this handsome gentleman from the party, um, of course they go back to her place and start boning. And as he's reaching climax, he says, tug on my hair, tug on my hair, tug on my hair. And it's in that moment that Samantha realized that this is a guy Mm -hmm. that she has bone zoned with before. (laughs) And here comes my second missed opportunity. Uh Uh-oh, missed opportunity alert. So... Uh, Carrie says, you know, Samantha remembered sleeping with this guy before. Um, it was a deja fuck. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Deja vu? Deja screw. Come on. Come on. Deja screw. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. Right there for the picking. Maybe back then it was too, you know, maybe they were like, that's too easy. Yeah. This is HBO. We've got titties (laughs) out and we don't care. Yeah. I appreciate that. Let's use the F word. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they did. Maybe they wanted to use the F word. Don't we all fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, anywho, one of these great, because that's actually incredible. One of these great story, Samantha storylines that has no real conflict and no real resolution, Mm -hmm. but... Um, you know, she realizes that she's fucked this guy before. And what, you know why I think this is a well-written episode is that the four women have distinct storylines, but it's all, it's all wrapped in the same story, which is this Jeremy guy. Um, what is the woman's name? I forget. Madeline. 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 Jeremy and Madeline, their whirlwind romance and their whirlwind wedding. So... After the going away party, he says that they're going to get married, and we basically fast forward to four weeks. Later. Yeah, we get four, we get a text screen. As Th- that Carrie, was really strange. As if Carrie has texting is texting is typing, typing the words four weeks later, and like in, in an qu- article or something. and it's in a quote. It's in quotes. Yeah, it was like beginning quote four weeks. Yeah, later, the two ellipses. of you cackled out loud like a couple of hens. Like for the okay for the listeners who don't understand what we're saying. You know, there's usually a moment in the episode where Carrie says, and I couldn't help but wonder. And then you cut to her laptop screen Mm -hmm. as she types the theme of the episode. Um, Like, have we become sluts? But in this episode, it wasn't the theme. She typed four weeks later, 
which was really strange. And I could kind of tell they were embarrassed by that because it was really fast. It was almost too fast to yeah. read. Yeah. I mean, a they blur. cut to it just for a second. And then suddenly we're at Madeline and Jeremy's wedding where the bulk of the episode takes mm-hmm. place. Right. Mm-hmm. So just to set everybody again where we are in the episode... Carrie has invited Big to this wedding. He's going along, but he did not want to sign the card to the gift. Miranda is in charge of the guest book, and she's pretty pissed off because they're getting married, and this guy was meant for her. Are people in charge of the guest book, though? I don't know. Why would you you put a human there? You know what it's like to me? It's like when you are out, like when you're driving by like a Jiffy Lube, mm -hmm. and there's a person outside spinning the sign. Yeah, or even a robe, a mannequin. Now they have these mannequins that have the like twisty arms. Those are so And you're like, who is that guy who is so (laughs) consistent in his, oh, it's a robot mannequin. Yes, I always see the women. But I'm like, who's, yeah. Who's won over by this? Who's like, you know, I see the Jiffy Lube. I wasn't going to go get my oil changed today. (laughs) But there's a guy out there. Yeah, now I'm And he's spinning that sign. I'm impressed by those sign spinners. Like the one guy that wound up on Ellen. Sign Ninja. Who is so good at it. But it doesn't in any way make me want more want to go to Jiffy Lube. But it does make you say, hey. Oh, I do need to get my oil changed. No, nope. that's what they're supposed nope. to be. It just if makes that, me go. If that does it for you, it just makes me go. Ooh, incredible. buddy, look at that guy performing. I think there's a lot of distracted people in the world. Yeah, and I think sometimes I need a sign waiver to remind them. Yeah. I think of the sign spinner like a town crier of old day. Yeah, hear you. Where it's like that doesn't need to be a thing, but hey, good for you for finding a job <laughs> and like keeping yourself employed. Apparently, some of them make very good money. Um, Alec, can you, no, Jeremy, mm-hmm. you tell me about Charlotte. What's going on with Charlotte in this episode? Oh man, Charlotte. So she goes to the wedding. Yeah. Right, oh, she's asked to be a bridesmaid because she's friends with Madeline yeah, Dunn. Because last yeah. we forget, she introduced Madeline Dunn yes. to yeah. um, Miranda. Yes. Miranda. Miranda. This and, is the only thing this voice is doing for me. Yeah. Miranda. You love Steve time. Yes, I yeah, do. Right? Steve's mom. Uh, I hope you don't mind. I brought my own beer. Debbie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to go to the zoo. Little Stevie. All right. That's so it. yeah, so what, uh, Charlotte, uh, she's a bridesmaid yeah. and she gets to pick out her own dress and oh. it just has to be black. So much silk in this episode, by the way. Miranda's like, wearing it. Silk. Samantha's wearing it. A lot Charlotte's of the, wearing it. Also, too, we have to talk about the underwear's outerwear, which was like a big deal sure. yeah. when this episode was yes. coming out. It was all about like lingerie top mm-hmm. as a... It really was. And they were all terrible. Yeah. They all looked terrible. bad. They all looked tasteless. Mm-hmm. Um... But I would say Charlotte does a pretty good job. And yeah. gets a pretty Her dress sexy is, I would wear dress that dress today, I think. To be a bridesmaid. Charlotte has a very strong point of view of how she's going to look at this wedding. She wants to look drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Because she's, she's been to seven fucking weddings. Yeah. Where she's, she's been the Catherine proper. Michael. Yes, yeah, she is. Always the bridesmaid. Always. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to look hot. And she shows up looking hot. And guess what? The man who's going to walk her down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Oh, he notices. Big dumb face. Big yeah. dumb, like big him. dumb Jake Gyllenhaal carbon copy. Dumb, yeah. Yeah, he had big dumb face. She he's, loved it. He's the totally like 90s guy. Like oh, yeah. just the, I mean, he his He looks look. like a cartoon Disney prince or yeah. something. He's got of. a little bit of a Disney prince. So, you know, this is again, Matthew's going to really appreciate this storyline because again, it's another episode. I said it out loud. I said Matthew because it was like Charlotte had been dreaming for this moment. And that's one thing Matthew's pointed out um, 
in season two of Carry On is like every single motherfucking episode it's Charlotte like falling in love with him. She's definitely going to marry this guy. Yes. And Charlotte is played off as prudish, but she's a, she goes to town. She's a marriage slut. Yeah. Yeah. She wants commitment right away. Yes. Yeah. And she she goes to town on dudes. Emotionally. And physically. Yeah. Uh, well, she sleeps with all of them. Well, not this guy. Oh, yeah. she did. She, she definitely does. She, she him at the this guy in four hours. <laughs> oh, How much faster does it need to happen? Oh. Hey, I'm Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could see the sparkle in Alex's eyes right now. He's so <laughs> yeah. happy about it. Charlotte, and the, but to you know, to Charlotte's credit, this guy gets just as wrapped up in. The like marriage and life together talk like they're talking to each other about how many kids and dogs yeah. and cats and then they go upstairs mm-hmm. to decorate the honeymoon suite and then they wind up boning with silly on the string. Anybody else yeah. out there yeah. ever Don't decorated? Don't make a mess for other people to clean up. The fuck is yeah, wrong with crazy you? girl who fucked on my couch. Do you yeah. hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who pussied up that couch? I'm not so sure like, I understand. Sissy the, that walk. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I understand the fun of silly string, but that's for another. Well, you're, are we? Are we? Well, if you were five, if I'm I had sure some, you would no. she has five. If I had some and you had some and we were shooting each other with it, that's hey, what look, she said. I have been out on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, it's, it can be a good time. Yeah, if I got some, but not if you're doing it. The, the thing for me, I think the thing about silly string is you're supposed to experience it in the moment, and in this yeah. moment, they're spraying all the silly string. By the way, if you've ever seen silly string, an hour or two later, or if you have, and you're listening down. to this, I would love to meet you. Yeah, if you have no idea what but silly it, string is called, but it melts down. <laughs> like it doesn't you? look fun unless you're shooting it right away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. So Charlotte... Shoot it right away is come, what I'm saying. Come. Yeah, that's come, all I can think about. Yeah. Come, come, Shoot it right come. away. That's what she said. So... Pop off one and get into second rounds. <laughs> so Charlotte bones this guy. She fucks the hell out of him. Yeah. yeah and they comes do, downstairs with her hair all fucked up. They do this TV trope thing that really bothers me, which is to... Show the audience that they slept together. We see post-coitus, they like come around the corner and he's tucking in a shirt in and she's adjusting his hair like it's messy. In plain view of literally every human on the planet. Mm -hmm. And... That, that why the Dalai fix Lama yourself up. saw them fixing It's not like up. we yeah. had to fuck real quick and then get out of this room. It's like you had time to fix yourself up. They pussied up the wedding bed. Yeah, they did. They you did. don't think the sheets are probably not going to get changed anytime no, soon? That's rude. They did it on top of the bed. I'm sure. The what I want to know is string? one of them had a condom. I hope. Nah. No. Well, no. Charlotte said they didn't have condoms because people usually throw condoms on the bed. But that doesn't mean he didn't have one in his wallet. Oh, skis. Also, that's not Not a good way to. I think Charlotte has butt sex. That's a smart way to do it. She She does have butt sex and analingus. Hold on. She does that with men she's seriously committed to. Well, I would say she was probably really seriously committed to this guy. Yeah. All right. She probably hadn't eaten because she knew she was going to wear that sexy dress. (laughs) That's true. So there's no fear of poop. No, that's right. She you don't ever don't ever go into butt sex. Hashtag poop fear. Hashtag bumpers dumper. Yeah. Hashtag poop fear. Poop hashtag fear. Hashtag Mark it's a horror Wahlberg movie poop, yeah. fear. poop fear. Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon star. I was gonna I was gonna fuck him, but I had some poop fear. 
story in my life. <laughs> so, um, okay, fine. So, so what happens when Charlotte goes back down to the party, though? She uh, and her future can we husband. Her too? Yeah. Uh, Carrie smokes another cigarette. I've never seen Carrie smoke more cigarettes in an episode yeah. than there this was, episode. There was, was an episode um, one or two ago in Carry On where she smoked even more than this episode, if you can believe get it. that girl an Which is, Oh, I know yeah, it was. Get her it was a vapor, one, It was the one with the funeral. She just constantly was his. Chains Sad, yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. But she does. She smokes an awful lot. She at was the, smoking at the, at dinner the table? wedding. Yeah, can you do inside that? the no. Plaza Hotel? And that's not appropriate. Well, in 1999, you might have been able to. I don't give a fuck if you can. You yeah. just don't. Yeah. No, I agree. And by the way, I was alive in 1999, and if I saw that, I would say that is rude. And remember, future Alec, that that don't is ever, rude. Yeah. yeah, and don't forget yeah. that. People don't infantilize the past. Their clothing is pricey. It's true. Yeah. So so wedding for Charlotte sake. goes back down to the wedding and she's introduced to this this man of her dreams. He says, Here are my parents. And the yeah. dad goes, Let me take you on a little spin around the dance floor. And then she does. And then cut to the gentleman who she just bone zoned with. Yep. And he ha- he grabs his mom's hand and they're gonna take a spin. And mm-hmm. she goes, Well, is she the one? Well, is she the one? Yeah. Which is, is a very funny. Why are his parents at the wedding? I mean, I don't care how good of friends you are with the guy. Yeah. You gotta be... I mean, that that means those families are close. Yeah. They might be. Although, I will say, my wedding... I want Tammy Kinzer there. You want my mom to be at the wedding? I think she'd have a good time. Yeah. If it was she, local. Yeah. If we got married in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. She'd be like, yeah, let's... I mean, yeah. why not, right? I would want Tammy Kinzer. I'd want Grandma Kinzer. I don't know who that I'd is, I'd want but... Oscar Shane... <laughs> You think Oscar could show up? Yes. Could Oscar be the ring bearer? Please. Oh, actually, he probably could. He probably could. Yeah. You just carry him on a on a pillow. He'll be yeah. fine. But Charlotte is dancing with the love of her, the new love of her life's father, who then cups that bum. He takes that that cheek grab. He I'm sorry. Grabs yeah. her butt. Cheek. Check out the goods. Yeah. If, if my son. Is gonna be fucking on this. Yes, I want to make sure it's right. And then absolutely, Charlotte's got a nice. Do round not kick rear. the tires before you take the car out. Of I kick them every day. Do. Yeah, before and after. I want to know the pressure. Yep. You have to. have... Well, yeah. Charlotte is not as comfortable as you gentlemen are with it. And but she, she wasn't says, wearing a bra. She was asking. Nope, she for wasn't. It. That's right. That's what I think. That is That's that right. is rape culture. Hashtag no all women. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm all just women. kidding. We love yeah. women. We in love, case, in love case people women. don't understand sarcasm, these two gentlemen We're are being sarcastic. Feminists. Yeah. Of They're course, just kidding. Hashtag We're exclusively yes, feminist. But she, it's true. Yeah. But but Charlotte speaks up and she goes, "Your father just felt me up." What? We were dancing and he just put his I, hand look, down. Look, my parents have been married for 50 years. My dad would not cop a field just because some girl is wearing a slutty dress. And the son, hurt the love of her life, says, blah, 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 something about a woman wearing a slutty dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wank, 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 whatever. So, he says, yeah, didn't end it feel of story good? Line. So, but the crux of this episode, <laughs> yeah. um, which is, this is kind of a light episode. Poor like, crux. it doesn't, doesn't get real crux. deep into those emotions, <laughs> is, uh, you know... Big doesn't sign the card. This this Big no- is a piece of shit from mm. day one. Hold on. Wait a I minute. think so. Jeremy. I think so too. You Season two, he really is showing his true colors. Don't listen to Carry On. I do. I don't care if you like Big. Here's, I think Big. <laughs> I will say something about this episode, <laughs> which is that I think 
this episode more than any other episode so far. Yeah. And Daniel's sitting here listening right now going like, girl, what's she going to say? But I think Daniel would agree with me. This episode, Big is acting like an ass. He's pushing back at Carrie. Mm-hmm. I don't think up until now, Big has really done anything objectively upsetting. But I think in this episode, he does. I think, you know, he knows what she's getting at with the card. Uh-huh. She's testing him. She's going, you know, blah, blah, blah. Your name's on the invitation. He's like, how did they get my name? Things with Big were good. He was actually going with me to a wedding. Can I just say, wow. Hey, I need a few minutes. Oh, I left the card here for you to sign. I don't need to sign it. They're your friends. They're not my friends, and your name's on the invitation, too. Really? Yes. It was my first time to get something other than Carrie Bradshaw and Guest. How'd they get my name? Um, I don't know. I guess Madeline must have asked Charlotte or something. I mean... Whatever, if, if you don't want to sign the card, it's not a big deal. Yeah. That is a dick move. It is weird that he you, asked that. Why does he care? You know, too, this is the big we see in Sex and the City, too. I'm going to get a TV for the bedroom. Yeah. I'm going to... Girl, we don't even out. have an hour for me to tell you why, I know, it was, but, why that was fine for Big to ask for. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, a TV in the room. But this is the same mentality. Big has settled into the relationship. Yeah. He feels like, look, we can live amongst one another. You yeah. don't need my direct attention anymore. Mm-hmm. But Carrie, obviously. And I don't think it's big being lazy. I think he's, I think he under, I think he feels Carrie being agitated because she needs, she's still doing that Carrie thing where she goes, yeah. I need you to say I'm the one. I need to be the one and only. She says in this episode, I need someone who will be with me till the end of a wedding. She's, She's still pushing him. She's still going, I I love what you're giving me, except, wait, it's not enough. Like, she's just, she's, she, she lives keeps pushing. in the ellipses. Alex. She likes to just wait yeah. for, what do like, you? Huh? What do you think, Well, Alex? let's, let's really break down what happens Please. between these two people here, just for a second, which is Big is uncomfortable signing the card because mm-hmm. it's her friends. He's curious as to know how they even got his name to put it on the wedding invite. Then I don't think when he's Carrie, curious. Then when Carrie is um, delivering her poem mm-hmm. at the reception, he gets up to take a phone call. Dick move. No one would ever do that. And then that is a dick move. post that, he disappears. And, and when Carrie finds him, he says, let's go home. I know how the wedding ends we don't really need to yeah. catch that. Don't you think he had diarrhea? I think he had <laughs> uncontrollable, violent, spurting diarrhea. Yeah. Whoa! That he was embarrassed by. I no, here's what I'll say, is that I do think that Big was... Relationships are complicated. And yeah, sometimes... television shows aren't. Well, well sometimes... It was. was. Sometimes Time you're not flat in the mood though. to be at a wedding, especially when it's people you don't know. How about any social sort of like ceremony? Yeah. yeah. All of them are tedious. Yeah. yeah. And look, Big, he redeemed himself. He redeems himself ultimately by her saying, I wish you would just stay till the end of a wedding. And he says, okay, I'll do that for you. 
I think it was a total dick move that he walked out in the middle of her poem. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus, it's the middle of her poem. Like, is this phone call so important? And that it's a poem. You take him? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't going to take like six minutes tops. Yeah, Something. I mean, this isn't fucking Dante's Inferno. Yeah, like, like this yeah, is Terry Odyssey Bradshaw of the New York Star. the Odyssey. Yeah. Something you said, Alec, makes. Okay. So I think. Yes, it's a dick move for objectively for him to answer his phone while she's giving this speech, which, by the way, he said was the reason he was coming to the wedding. Yeah, he's he the one did who said he that. wanted to come to the wedding. His fault. Um, Maybe the you, phone call was really important. It could have been. Yeah. He's a very important man. He does business things. Yeah. But your statement that like you're like he's curious why they had his name and uh, and feels uncomfortable signing. He feels uncomfortable. Putting his name on the card because they're not his friends, that doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Who would care? Yeah. That's not the reason. The reason is he feels Carrie trying to get him to say something he's not comfortable saying or be something for her that he's not quite comfortable being yet. And instead of addressing... The thing is, like you said, when Carrie finally actually says out loud, I want you to stay with me till the end of a wedding, he goes, okay, sure. He's... Doing what we've talked about him doing before, which is forcing her to, to be, to expressly say, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. The problem is, he's not giving her what he knows. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how, the best way to phrase this. He's expecting her to con, to constantly be articulate and say, here's what I want. Yeah. And he's not saying to her, like... I don't know that doesn't really i feel a little bit uncomfortable signing the card because like it's not like we live together you know like he's not i know i'm not saying he should be that harsh but like he's not saying where he's coming from either yeah does I, that make sense it does i think my only counterpoint to that would be if i went to some kind of event where i didn't really know the people I would feel weird signing a card. I mean, everybody really think about that. Think about it'd be strange to be like, like Jeremy, if I went to like your family reunion or like your uncle's birthday and you were like, sign this card, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know your uncle. I mean, yeah, but it's then strange. Why would it matter? Yeah, That's exactly. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's a bigger deal that he's saying he doesn't want to sign yeah. it. I will say that. I will argue that to my grave. Yeah. That's who the cares? point too, is to see that he is still not committing to her. Right? Exactly. So he's like on some level, he can't just fucking say, "Hey, I'm a hundred years old. Yeah, I got this young tight." <laughs> Yeah. Blonde chick who's yeah. wearing all nude, nude lip gloss, everything was perfect nude. dress, nude perfect shadow. nude hair. Yeah. She looked like a nude mummy. She did. Yeah. You know. Yep. Like, she, she looked like she should be in like an Erica Baidu video. I thought if there was a fragrance called nude mummy that she was wearing the dress <laughs> that you would see in the commercial. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Nude mummy. Why? Right, well, why unwrap? You said mummy. The with, nude mummy. Jeremy, we were watching. You said mummy without a bra. I wrote it down. Yeah, I did yeah, too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying, Alec, is Pancake it, it, if he's never going to see these people again, if you know. It, then it really, really deeply doesn't matter if his name is on the card or not. He could have made that concession, How long too knowing have they it been would have been fine. At this point, right? It's like pretty new been, back uh, into their new relationship. It's new into their new relationship, but they've known one another and been dating off and on with that break included for over a year. Yeah, these are those weird things where it's like you know, it's just both passive aggressive. I can parts. see it both ways. Yeah. I can yeah. see that like Carrie needs to just let it fucking let it go. It's not a big deal if he doesn't want to sign the card, and Big could also 
would meet her in the middle and go, it's not a big deal. Let me just sign the card. Yeah. But neither one of them can meet in the middle. Well, and they can't just be like, I love you. I want to date you. Yeah. How they, dare someone say that? Yeah. They do find some sort of resolution, however tenuous. Um, and they seem to kind of like work it out for the moment. And uh, it ends with cake. a great moment that uh, uh, Carrie Preston's character, the bride... Uh, all four women are in there. All four women have experienced some sort of trial and tribulation this episode. Carrie has had her big issue. Miranda has been pushed aside. Charlotte's almost had the perfect relationship, but got a, a feel copped by dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, Samantha's deja screwed. Everybody yeah. else got theirs, is yeah, except for Miranda, who That's I right. thought looked the best. I loved her I black the thing with the, the sheer right on the yeah, collarbone. Yeah, the sheer and her hair was like a weird red. Yeah. That um, sort of burgundy fire. It was like orange is the new black it red. It was orange red. is the new, but in fact, probably pre-inspiration too. Yeah, they li- almost have identical haircuts yeah. at this point. The eye makeup is a little... Yeah. Oh, speak. Okay, let's. This is a good opportunity. Let's talk about the fashions. Oh my gosh. Which I thought there were plenty of. I already mentioned that... We saw a lot of silk in this episode, so and that's the silk. late '90s. What are you gonna do? Yeah, in yeah. the early in an early scene, Carrie was wearing a wife beater. She was totally nerping. I thought they might hit me in the oh eye. Oh my gosh, her pancake titties, you guys! I yeah, love like it. flip no. them over. I One side's done. I yep. love it. <laughs> um, we all laughed because Carrie calls Big in kind of late night, and he says, "What are you wearing?" And she says, "A top. It's strapless. It's denim." And he's like, ooh, sexy. And sexy. Jeremy laughed right out loud. <laughs> I was like, I mean, a sexy strapless denim top. If I know. you need if you need to imagine what it looked like, it's like Jenny from the block. Yeah. Late 90s but Jennifer she was rocking it because, because she was wearing that and it was kind of it showed a little midriff but we got a nice big like kind of wide shot of her skirt too which was a longer skirt yeah. really sparkly. The glitter I was okay skirt. With Everybody glitter had a skirt? glitter skirt. The designer Madeline Dunn was mm-hmm. wearing like a Kmart top, a back yeah. coat, and yeah. a glitter skirt. Yes, as if like one piece shall shine. Yes, yes. The, this piece, if you guys remember, they're sitting on the steps outside, and Charlotte's like leaning on Miranda. Yes. She's like, oh, I know in real life you're a Charlotte lesbian. Charlotte was wearing so the pink <laughs> shirt and the bright red blazer. But Samantha. Was yeah. had taken all the trimmings from a paper shredder and had hot yes. glued them <laughs> to a white blazer and said, no one can "Yeah, tell. that's right." No now, one will notice. And now, speaking of Samantha, at the wedding, they love doing like '40s movie star chic with mm-hmm. Samantha. Mm-hmm. If you yes, ever noticed, they do. especially her hair. Her hair. She always has yeah. a very '40s movie style. Before the stylist style. could keep it in place. That's right. I don't know what product has been invented. Betwixt the nineties into now, but right. they, now hair stays right. But mm-hmm. they, but then they needed to be so finished because yeah. they needed it to. They needed to be able to shellac it down yeah. so it wouldn't so continuity wise. It would be fine. You could tell nobody had tracks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's Wait, got tracks what? now. Yeah, tracks are when they take like. Um, any girl on TV now, she's gonna like they're gonna lift up some hair and put in a bunch of fake oh, hair. Sure. Yeah. And have a ton of beautiful, yes. luxurious, yes. like brave. Yep. So we can all feel badly about our hair. Yeah. And ourselves. Um, I wanna mention um Madeline Dunn's bright uh, her dress, her her wedding dress was again the sixties via the nineties. It was very mm-hmm. like my best friend's wedding opening credits, if anyone remembers, big pink background, wishing and hoping mm-hmm. that everybody's singing and everybody looks very 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and her hair was very 60s. That that under flip. 
It's so heightened. It's so specific, which is just wild to me. Um, what else? Yeah. I so uh, oh, yeah. but I just I just have to give the Lord just the world's biggest shout out to that dress of Carrie's though. I can't say it. It's one of my very favorite, like probably top. Definitely top five. I would say too. The you whole even, series. You even commented on not just the dress, but when she had that great close up where she really did look probably the Perfect. best. Perfect. Yeah. Just the best she's looked. You in were a right. While. Nude lip, yeah. nude skin, nude hair, nude dress, nude everything. Shiny lip, all nude. Shiny eye, shiny, but but everything else nude. Yeah. I'll never get enough. The end of this episode has Do a we? great uh, moment where. Um, Madeline, the bride. It's time to throw the bouquet. All four women are there in the room. Mm-hmm. You're you're wondering. I even heard you say, Jeremy, who's going to get who's it? Who's going to get it? Madeline throws the bouquet, flying in the air. A moment of suspense. Where is it going to land? Who's going to grab it? And it goes straight to the floor. None of the women even try to pick it up. Yeah. And Carrie says. <laughs> Okay, girl, see you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Night, okay. night. Well, let's, let's mm. get your coats. Yeah. Yeah. And they I used... thought if that, if like Sex and the City was a 90s sitcom with like rotating clips, that would definitely mm-hmm. be one of the clips. Oh, like, they use that clip a lot in promos of the show. I've seen it. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. Because they want to like show you like these aren't your typical girls. Are they saying no to in... marriage? Well, the only reason they get, the thing is, I think the only reason they get that moment is because Charlotte is. For this 10 minute time span, very jaded by men, mm-hmm. but except that give it a half an hour and she'll be back to finding the next guy. Like the yeah. next episode, she'll be thinking about marriage again, just with some other guy, but they've caught Charlotte in that sweet spot. Miranda's mm-hmm. feeling jilted because of, yeah. because of Madeline and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Samantha's feeling <laughs> always, she, Samantha is Samantha and Carrie's feeling jilted by big. So all four of them what are like not ready yeah. to Hello. catch that bouquet. Every day. Hello. Get a real man. And so we end on this kind of strange note of like, we're going to go home and eat cake in bed, but you know, was it wedding cake? I guess it yeah, was. Yeah, Carrie and My biggest don't... problem was you didn't have a doggy bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it in the their hands, but she said maybe. <laughs> well, Carrie said she was going to go home and have wedding cake in bed with Big, so I guess they had it. But we see them walking off into the proverbial sunset. What are we, we're supposed to feel that, what, Carrie's okay with the situation? I think maybe this was sort of like a slice of life, you know? Just some moment in their, in their I don't know. It's a fun one-off episode. If it's... their relationship was a margarita, it would be on the rocks. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I um, like my margaritas on the rocks. Jeremy, it was a goddamn damn pleasure having you on. Oh, I thanks had too for, much fun. Yeah, thanks for getting thanks back for in the saddle. It was really yeah. lovely. Now, I mean, you were here for season one. I feel like yeah. the, the, the show has <laughs> improved. I thought it was great from day one. Yeah, yeah, but, sure. But we're now, I feel like we're solidly in like, these are some great yeah. episodes. Yeah. And these, we know who these girls are at this point. Oh, yeah. If we don't know now, we never will. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there were decidedly few garage doors in this episode. <gasps> what well, I can't believe. I don't think I saw any. So the nude garage door. Mm. Yeah. What an illusion. Um, the interior illusion is lounge. <laughs> 
It was so great having you. Oh, man. Look for out for everybody. Go check out Not Looking. Yeah. You can see it on Funny or Die or YouTube. Yeah. Do you guys have a, Is there internet. another Kickstarter for season two? There's a Kickstarter for season two. It's going to be over in like a minute. It's going to happen regardless. Okay, good. So, so yeah. look out for I'm Not so Looking excited season to see two. More. I hope I get to see more of your oh, yeah. mug. And There's going to be a lot more. Jeremy, where can we good. follow you on Twitter and oh my gosh, Instagram? Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Totally Jeremy. On Instagram at Totally Jeremy. On yeah. Facebook at Totally Aren't Jeremy. Aren't you on Tumblr? I'm on Tumblr at Totally Jeremy. I got all my websites <laughs> with the same name. Can you believe that? I'm I locked impressed. them down. Are you on Snapchat? I'm on Snapchat. Okay. Does that, do you have a username for that? Do I don't you know. username? It's Totally Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. If it is. One word. Yeah. Well, uh, you can, you can just follow, Google it. You yeah. can follow me on Instagram at All Hallows Cat with a K. Um, like All Hallows Eve, but cat. Um, on Twitter at underscore All Hallows Cat because I, long story, Twitter sucks. Alec isn't very active on the Twitters, but if you want to follow him, He's at Groove Riot. Same with Instagram, but don't hold your fucking yeah. breath. But he'll retweet. For... He'll retweet you. I'll retweet you. Or oh, listen, I'll, I'll like one of your. If posts. you if you tweet at us at Carry On Podcast, we will. Al, I will force Alec to retweet yeah. your shit. Oh yeah, and I love me reading all day. it. Yeah, I'll fucking, I love I'll reading tweet the it. fuck out of. Somebody. Yeah, tweet at us. We have. I have really fun Twitter conversations with people. Most likely, if you're. Tweeting at us and you get a response. It's me, Kat, responding to you because I'm managing our Twitter. Um, but I show it to Alec every time we get a tweet because I think it's crazy that anybody's tweeting us. We love fans of Carry On because we know that really what you're fans of is Sex and the City. And that's what we're fans of. Yeah. And we have so much fun. And we can't wait to have you back again for the next episode. And until next time, Carry, carry On. Thanks for being with us for the show this week. Now here's Bobby and the kids to show you one of the most popular dances in America, the chicken dance. Myron always includes the chicken dance when he plays fairs and the worst fest in New Braunfels, Texas. Here's how to do it. Everybody stand up at home and join us. You make the beaks, wings, tail feathers, and four claps. Do that again. Beaks, wings, tail feathers, and four claps. Next, you link elbows and turn in a circle, like this. Or lean back and turn. Or you can turn in place by yourself. Myron, here we go.